It is now time for Behind the Gates. Have we got the intro, Steve? He's in there. He's going to find it. I've got him, got him doing a million jobs in there because I'm just very difficult to work with. But guess what it's time for, punters? Stand by for a start. Behind the Gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome back for another week behind the gates. Looking forward to taking some of your text messages and reading them out on the show today. Flick them through now if you've got anything on your mind. You want to talk about Rose Hill? You want to pot me for, yeah, I know, I know. I did it again last week. I let the multi down. I'm pretty upset over it. I've got to be honest, guys. I really am sorry. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I'm going for an easy kill this week. That a little bit later. We'll release the multi. We'll also do... Our early crows for Rose Hill today will have an opinion on the program and try and forecast something that's going to happen today. And we'll see how we went last week as well with our early crows. I think the form dropped off a bit last week, just quietly, but we'll wait and see. Let's introduce the panel. Darren Flindell, welcome back to Behind the Gates, DF. Yes, thank you very much, Luke, and uh, hopefully you will lift today. Oh. Uh, we know your pick. I think you <laughs> you should be pretty damn safe. I still wish uh, she ran last Saturday in the Concord. Uh, the more I watched that race, I thought <laughs> she would have been beating them. Anyhow, we'll see today in the in the Shiraka, and of course I refer to Zapateo. Yeah, exactly, little tease there from Darren. That's going to be one leg this week. It'll be mine. I mean, <laughs> dead set. I said yesterday on the punters panel, Darren, if it doesn't run top four, I'll nudie run around Randwick. Randwick? Oh, what, the the district or the racetrack? The racetrack. <laughs> Bigger <laughs> circumference than those, Rose Hill, so... But this isn't one of those things like when Gary Harley would say, oh, this uh, doesn't run a place, I'll walk home, and yeah. then, Gav, what time are we leaving? <laughs> <laughs> well, I may renege. It may not be the best choice for my career if I do something like that, uh, particularly with all the mobile phones around. I might be in a bit of trouble, Hurls. Mm. As I say, good morning to you, Andrew Hurley. Good morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, well, I'm good. just looking at some figures. I'll tell you what, this is a strong betting program. Uh, beautiful morning again in Sydney town. Caught <laughs> a bit of rain yesterday, but um, yeah, it looks like we're going to race on a dry track and hopefully a, uh, a fair track as well. Text here, we can't have four easy kills. Punters want some value, lads. Well, little tease for that listener. I think you'll be happy with the price this week. It's not short. It's not super short. Uh, so keep the uh, radio dialed in to Sky Sports Radio. We made him wait last week and he had a big sook, so we better say good morning to Brad Davidson. G'day, Davo. Well, you make me wait again. Last introduction, you know. <laughs> G'day, guys. Yeah, looking forward to today. Um, should be a terrific race day. Uh, not getting any easier, though, are they? Um, no. I must admit. Uh, I thought uh, by now we'd have a bit more I would guess a, a bit of a, a base to work with, but we're still getting a lot of these horses coming back and a lot of questions. I suppose that's every week. But, um, yes, uh, not an easy betting card, but we'll, we'll do our best to, to find a few winners and uh, hopefully finish in front for the day. How's the week been, Davo? What have you been up to? Yeah, not too bad. Um, just been chipping away. Had a bit of luck at Warnable on Monday with a few bets there and uh, had no luck with one at Chung Curry yesterday. Um, that was a biased track, Davo. Biased Probably track. found the only Aaron Bullock bad ride of the year. Um, <laughs> so, the way it goes sometimes. The horse has settled second. Uh, further he settled back in five starts, his prep was second. And he was ninth at Chung Curry. Uh, I threw my ticket away at, the, at about the 600. So, yeah. anyway, that's the way it goes, <laughs> unfortunately. There's a mad leaders track there yesterday, Darren. I was keeping an eye on things at Chung Curry. Yeah, I was more focused on the other meeting uh, down at Goulburn on uh, Thursday. I made the decision in that big super maiden they had down there that I thought Donetsu was a good chance at $7.50. So I started loading up uh, all multis into things that I like today. Anyhow, there was dead set uh, 11 scratchings in the morning, so I filled a four to run for that $50,000 race. Then there was a late scratching, so all of a sudden... Uh, this Donetsu goes out at a dollar thirty-five, and I'm looking at all the deductions, thinking I'm almost going to owe the tap money, even if this wins. <laughs> <laughs> In a three-horse field, it got beat, <laughs> and not just that, Darren. A clean muster, third of three, I think you'll find, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yes. Oh god. Oh, that boy, that hurt. <laughs> Gee, you run good, Darren. Gee, you run good. <laughs> Hells, how's your week been? Darren's has been pretty flat by the sound of things. Pretty good, 
fairly uneventful. I got into the water on Tuesday. It still hasn't warmed up. I can tell you that for nothing. Um, and then what about the... I don't know where you were during the week. Was it Thursday? The smoke haze? They're doing, obviously, backburning, which they need to do, but there wasn't a breath of wind. And, uh, gee, I tell you what, I had the, all the doors closed and everything. Um, but, yeah, that's about the tail of the tape, mate. As I said to you last night, I thought the Broncos were superb last oh. night, and they're going to give... Penrith, a real run for their money. I can't see anyone outside of those two, but um, just the sleight of hand and the speed of uh, of Reese Walsh. He's uh, he's a special player, and you've got the old maestro um, just pulling the strings there. Oh, yeah. And that's of course Adam Reynolds. But um, yeah, ah, good week, mate. It's always a good time of year with all the good racing and the footy finals and what have you. Well said, buddy. Uh, thanks to Tommy on the text line a bit earlier. This hasn't gone unnoticed, Tommy. Uh, Marlo, I have faith, brother. Our mighty Broncos broke the hoodoo last night, and surely you can break the multi-hoodoo today, being a Broncos fan. I'm hoping, Tommy, that I can. Davo, what am I going to get as far as this Rose Hill track today? Rail, true, good four. How do you think it might play? Yeah, pretty fair. I think... Um yeah, generally a, a very fair track. A couple of meals yesterday just helped just, just take that, uh, you know, means it shouldn't be a good three anyway. So, uh, not looking forward to I think Rail True is generally the, the fairest spot there. So, running line maybe edging off a little bit, but on speed's never a disadvantage there. So, I'm, I'm not thinking uh, any, any sort of pattern today. Probably a little fairer now with that little bit of rain that they had yesterday. It probably wasn't a, a big deal as it turned out. Before the rain hit, the penetrometer reading was 4.8, so it was actually a good three. Um, and it's gone up a 4.96 this morning on what's a very dry day. Not much wind either, so... Um, I, I still... I hate backing back markers here at Rose Hill from bad gates. Those that I know are going to be back and probably have to loop the field and come down the outside. It's not easy task, and uh, I, I always try to avoid those at Rose Hill, and, and generally I've done the same again today. Mm. Let's get straight to the group races, guys, and I'll start with this text. Uh, Hi, gents. Does Libertad go four in a row? I know Cylinder is very good, but is it the Rose Hill track that possibly gets Libertad beaten? Surely they are the two to beat. That is in regards to the run to the Rose. Darren, I'll give you first bite of the cherry here. Race 8 at Rose Hill. That listener thinking Cylinder and Libertad fight this out. What's your view? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, just the two of them are fighting it out. Yeah, no knock on Libertad whatsoever. Uh, was very well ridden by Chad Schofield to win. Made light work of the outside draw last time to get in and be fourth, one out, one back on settling. Chad Schofield had plenty of options there from the three. As far as Cylinder's concerned, I guess it's it's interesting the remarks of, of James Cummings suggesting that he was what, fat as a pig in mud. Oh, he did, did, he, did he say that, Darren? That was the, that was the quote. Hap, oh, sorry, fat as a pig in mud. I thought it was happy as a pig in mud. <laughs> but it, it did make it. me think a little bit. If he's if he's just yeah. described him as fat and he still found a way to win uh, first up at Caulfield and what's just a lead-up race uh, there, there's obviously going to be a lot of improvement in him today. But as you know, I don't like backing short price favourites. So I was just looking at the other angle here. And the main one I'm looking at is Butch Cassidy. Uh, number seven, I think this will be in the top three in the run. Uh, checkered passage first up in the San Domenico, but found the line really well when clear. And uh, I'm not sure uh, who's going to lead you. I thought Butch Cassidy actually jumped really well in the San Domenico, but that was that race where there was the fast horses and they really pushed forward and he, he just drifted back a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, holds the front. If the race was at Ramwick today and not Rose Hill... I would have put Nadal on top, uh, mm. number 10. I think this is a good horse, this extravagant cult. His figures on the Kenzo track were terrific in the maiden. Uh, they, they certainly didn't rush him to the track. They nominated him uh, for three meetings prior, accepted, and then scratched at 7.29 in the morning on each occasion. And they pulled the pin that day at Kenzo, and he was oh. a brilliant winner there. <laughs> Gee, that just stirs you up, doesn't it? You really make a point of mentioning those 7.29 scratchings. <laughs> oh, well, this, this one hurt in particular yes. because I was, I was doing early shopping, three meetings in a row on Nadal because I thought he goes all right. And then 
when he did run at Ken's, I, was, I missed the boat completely and sort of came in halfway through the harbour. And uh, but just watching him and just think about all, all those um, succulent prices that were snapped up at those oh. previous meetings. But uh, he doesn't seem to have much speed. Uh, that's why mm. I, I put him down as the fourth pick in this race today. But I think he's a good horse and he'll run well. The world waits with bated breath to hear what Brad Davidson's going to say about Cylinder. Oh, well, he was disappointing first up, wasn't he? Um, I know we got the job done, but he was flat for mine um, and off, you know, some really nice trials prior to that. So I think that's the question you've got to you've got to ask yourself and you'll either take one side of the coin or the other. Is that him? Has he not improved as a, as a three-year-old and have the rest caught up? Or did he just not handle Caulfield and was he underdone? And can you just say, well, his trials were super prior to that and he's just going to bounce back and beat these easily um, I'm probably I'm going to give him another chance I just think he's got too good of a map here I thought he'd just lob in front to be honest and control the race out in front and um, and be awfully hard to run down I think he's the one up and going where you know you, you Don Corleone when I first looked at him I wanted to be with him but I think he's just got the feel of 1400 written all over him here and Libertad well he's unbeaten so he's hard to knock but I just look at that that lead in race there and I think well you know Moravia has gone close off a 900 metre Newcastle win and just not sure it's as, as strong as, as as everyone's sort of making it out to be so um, I'm, I'm happy to, to give Cylinder another chance and outside of that I, I think Don's the one that will be will be the flashing light the one we might be talking about from a 1400, 1600 perspective after today Hurls, mm, what's the market saying? Uh, they're, they're still with Cylinder. I'll tell you what, I couldn't be at 210 particularly. Uh, opened up at $2 this morning. We've got on the second line now, uh, Libertad. It's been backed 460 into 420. There was early support Wednesday for Don Corleone, uh, $11, but it's now 750 to 850 today. Butch Cassidy's $12 into $11. I cannot believe that they are. Offering double-figure odds, Butch Cassidy. By this stage, I thought, oh, there'll be support for sure, so I'll shop early, but it's still around that $11 mark. What price have you actually marked it, Brad? Oh, I think I marked it about 14s. Yeah, I, I couldn't get it that short. Um, look, I think it's a chance, but I, he found the fence the other day, which was worth a couple of lengths, in my opinion, in the run. So out of that race, I can't see much turning the tables on Libertad because he wasn't on the fence, the rest were, so... Um, I'm I'm marking that a bit, sort of as a as a good sort of one to two length bias fencing run that day. So, um, yeah, I, I think Libert has probably got that lead up covered personally. Mm. Oh, we've all got opinions. I just think it's a uh, I think it's an each way play to none. Mm. That's the run to the rose. We'll come back to it if there's anything else to add from mm. our listeners. But uh, exciting race today. Looking forward to seeing them all again and in, in particular militarised to resume guys we haven't really mentioned him maybe it'll be a bit short of his best but he's a good horse and look forward to seeing him back just wanted to give this text uh, a read I can't sort of read the second half um, if I want to keep my job but how good is the Kosciuszko boys myself and a few mates got drawn out and we've secured far too easy that from Grant at North Gosford congratulations to you guys the general gist of the the second part of that text, Darren, is that the boys are a bit aroused that uh, they're in the race with far too easy. So congratulations to them. <laughs> uh, I think a few people were asking on the social media yesterday, do we know the number of exactly how many tickets were sold uh, in total? Uh, yeah, I checked that out yesterday and I can tell you, I've probably still got it in my um, calculator here, I think, uh, let me have a look, I think we sold about 175. 6,000 tickets. Yeah, nice. It's a lot right, of okay. tickets, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it's good to know that number. Um, you know, certain people have out, outlaid substantial amount of money, but they've given themselves, a percentage-wise, they've given themselves a good chance to get it. Mm, exactly. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, it's a, a lucky dip, isn't it? It is, exactly. You need a lot of luck in life, boys, uh, particularly mm. when it comes to jagging a slot in the Kosciuszko. Congratulations to all people involved in that. Let's get to another of the group races today at Rose Hill, the Ming Dynasty, and Tom Kitten, his favourite here, hurls at 360. How's the interest for Tom? Well, uh, yeah, he's 
solid. Um, he's 360. What did we open up at? Yeah, we opened at 360 this morning, peaked at 370, uh, bottomed out at 350, now 360. End cap, very, very solid. 4 to 420, back to $4, but it's holding um, some money. Rap attack, not without its supporters this morning. It's at 950. Then we've got Kintyre, $11. What do we make of Ducassi? Um, Ducass, Ducassi, mm. it was a dead set moral. Um, if it went round in, at Kembla today, but uh, I know it's drawn gate 16, but it was a bit of an eye catcher first up. Yeah, and it drew the one at Kembla and they scratched. Yeah, and they've got 16 here. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> I seriously thought they'd kill. be going to Kembla. Yeah, so mm. well, that's what I said to you last night. It's 210. I thought it was a dead set moral. Mm. Well, what do you think, Darren? Is he is he in the mix here? Ducast, they've opted Ducasse? to run the harder race, yeah. If he gets the right run, yes, uh, for sure. But I think I'll go back to what I said at the at the start of the program. I can't back horses from bad gates that I know are going to get back. Mm. I just don't want to have to rely on all this luck uh, turning for home. What about your um, mate Chautauqua if he drew the outside? You, you've, you've brushed him, have you? Back in the day, Chautauqua, surely you... I'm talking about Rose Hill, where the vast majority of the winners are up on the fence or close to the speed turning for home. The vast, I'm not saying all, but the vast majority. You don't see too many winners just loop the field, come around them and win. You are right. Um, um, I mean, I I get sick of it from a calling point of view, the amount of times I fall into the trap, something's looming large Mm. right down the outside. It's going to be in the finish for certain, then the next minute it's not. And I think, oh, why did I play that up on the outside? (laughs) I keep falling for it. Speaking of traps, Hawkesbury got me again this week, boys. Got another photo wrong. Gee, it's a tough oh. joint to call that, Darren. I thought, yeah, I thought you got it right when they when they won, went across the line. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a yeah. well. It, it was one of those where you go, oh, maybe you, you, you're not declaring that it won. Oh, maybe, but bup bowl. Give me a bup bowl, Steve. Oh, got another once one. Once the wrong. maybe goes in, I reckon everyone gives you a free kick at Hawkesbury. <laughs> yep, it's a Imagine tough day at the office. Imagine the uh, utopia world where we could put a camera on a winning post. <laughs> well, seriously, it's just—it's one of the great mysteries of the world. Um, the fact that when they actually built these joints, that they didn't just put the race caller and the camera in a tower above each well, camera above the race caller, or, mm-hmm. or even the race caller above the camera, and have like everyone a scone, on the post, like a scone oh, setup, for instance. We, we don't get them wrong there because you're on the post. That so. may change stand by in the next six months. Mm, anyway. Been hearing it for eight years, Hurls. Yeah, I know, I know, but... Uh, Nothing happens. Actually, <laughs> I got one of, being made. I got one of my favourite... I got one of my favourite hate texts yesterday on Racing HQ. Oh, um, your favourite hate text? Yeah, what about this, Dave? Oh, I got... I, I, it was something along the lines of... Um, Luke Marlowe, how have you still got him on the show as a form analyst? He's just an average provincial caller. Davo, they've just sunk the boot deep into my heart with that, that text yesterday. That was a beauty. Thanks to that listener. How am I going to recover? You're taking it too to, to, to hard, Marlowe. Even, even the multi you're taking out. You've got to have thick skin <laughs> in this game. As soon as you tip a couple of losers, everyone's all over you. And as soon as you tip a couple of, couple of winners, uh, everyone uh, wants to, you know, say you're the, you're the best. It's, it's that way. It's that game. You know, punters are going to... Uh, you talk both ways because that's the way. It's the way results go. But, oh, Dave, um, it's, it's okay. I'm actually not upset. I don't need a counselling. I, I was just having my, having a laugh, just having a laugh. But Darren, do you count your Hong Kong group ones that you called? Do you count them uh, in your career? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Can that I? Was a left, I know, left but your question. I'm just saying. Can I count my Singapore group ones, or am I just an average provincial oh, caller? Absolutely. Oh, I'll throw them in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't sure where you're coming from with that. I was just yeah, throw them in for sure. Okay. Yes. Well, there you go to that uh, person who sent that text. You can get stuffed. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on, boys. Uh, race number six, Sharako Stakes, Great Clash of the Mares. And uh, we've got Zapateo. Oh, God, give her strength. God, give her strength today, Hurls. Is there any money for her? Uh, yeah, she's popular. There's no two ways about it. Um, let's have a look at the latest figures. And I can tell you, not much until uh, this wakes up. Uh, we've got, gee, I tell you what, Argentina's been more well back. Oh, Gentia, but we'll get back to that. Uh, focus, Hurls, um, focus. Yeah, no, well, I've got 15 <laughs> screens open here. Uh 
We've got Zapoteo now at 270. Just getting out from 250 this morning, a very solid IME, 280 to 270, back to 280. We went up 360. Earlier in the week, it was absolutely friendless, and I was like, you know, what's going on here? But, uh, no, they've arrived with it this morning, and Zoo Gotcha is very steady also at $8. But uh, I said earlier, you know, when you're getting a uh, $18 price for a, a Coolmore Classic winner in Espiona just shows the uh, quality of the field. Yeah, it certainly does, Davo. One listener suggesting I should shave my head if Zapoteo doesn't run top four today. So <laughs> much to well, say. Uh, <laughs> he's got the, uh, all could... the nudie run, all the, uh, the shaving the head, or both. Yeah, there you go. Well, but, uh, yeah, no, maybe... Look, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you can uh... do that on the golf course when you film yourself these days, Luke, out on the golf course. Oh, so I know. You're liking that, the that content, the, Darren? You're liking that could the content? be the scene. Oh, I could have won. I've just been reprimanded here as well on the private text line, the actual phone. The better half's just suggested I stop sucking on air, so I better tighten things up here, gentlemen. <laughs> Imagine what you're like at home. Oh, I'm a massive whinger. Oh. Hey, when the bed wasn't made last night when she got home, wasn't it? Oh, didn't that cause a stir, Davo? Oh, what have you been doing all day, she goes. Oh, I'm doing the form. Don't worry about well, the bed, Davo. I get, I get that one every day too. I go, well, we're just gonna, it's going to fall out in a second. What's the, you know, but uh, I, get, I get in that uh, one every day. <laughs> Well, no, no, I'm very pedantic with that. I have to have the bed, mate. Oh, I went down like a ton of bricks when I said, hey, i got winners to back. You make the bludger. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, oh, it didn't go down well. Didn't go down well. And she said, hey, you can't even back a winner at the moment, you useless such and such. So anyway, oh. uh, back we go to this Scirocco. Um I'm sweet here, aren't I, Davo, with Zapatea? I think you are, yeah. Look, she's, the, the, the team seemed very bullish about her chances. They were bullish last week and bullish uh, this week. Uh, I was a bit surprised they didn't go last week, but mm. um, 1,200 here, she's going to map to get the, the right run just behind them and present at the right time. And uh, you had that little tick over trial area in the week just to get those fitness levels up and get her ready for the 12. So I've got her on top narrowly over IME. I think they're the two obvious, obviously, and I don't have much between them. I don't know if I want to sort of dive in at the... At the current quotes, but I think they're the two. And then you like to do gotcha might be the big improver. Um, Blinker's first time might be the forgotten horse here after just running below par fresh, but getting back and finding 1100 too nippy. So, um, yeah, I think they're the three, but I, I think Zapoteo narrowly IME, but either one would win, wouldn't shock. Uh, I think there'll be about half a length between both of them. Yeah, I'm really keen on Zapoteo as well. Um, echo all the remarks there. And, yeah, that nice tick-over trial here at the track on Tuesday morning. Last week we were getting about $8 to win the Concord. Today we're getting two sixty here, but I think it's easy money. Mm. Oh, I love this, boys. Love this. Uh, we all go down on the one ship today by the sounds of it. Uh, looking forward to this race. I wanted to get Davo's commentary on Zugotcha. Uh, how's she going, Davo? Is she, was she a little bit flat first up? Yeah, I just think it's 1,100, um, maybe, you know, ridden back out of her comfort zone. I think she's too good to just to just pen her off that one run. And the way that they were talking about her, um, they were, you know, had her in the light of a potential Everest horse leading into this. So, obviously, going well at home. So, I think she might be the forgotten horse here. And, and that's probably the reason why I'm a little bit scared about sort of diving in at the 270, 280 that one of the other two is because I think a horse like her could easily bounce back here and... Mm. And be right there in the finish mm. as well. Darren? I thought she was absolute poison first up in the toy show. Yeah. Sending a flight stakes winner, a fire lap winner out over 1,100 metres and sending her out at 260 seemed offensive. But at least today she's double figure. So I, I, I could see an incentive to maybe have a small ticket on her just in case. But she's got bigger missions ahead than this. Yeah, I was just wondering with the blinkers going on, um, is that a sign of, oh, gee, we need to try something here or... Oh, I just mm. wasn't sure how to handle that, Darren. She wasn't as strong through the liner, so the no. last 100 metres that I was expecting uh, first up in well, the Well, Darren, it was, it was the worst rating that she's produced in her whole career, including when she won a maiden. So I'm just wondering, is, was it just the 1100? Has she not come back? Does she want it wet? I'm, I'm really puzzled today. I'm wary of her. Anyhow, don't overcomplicate the situation. No. Zapatos Your best bet, just win. Simple right. as that. Love it. How's that, boys? Next. Yep, let's go. Moving on. Moving right along. Let's uh, let's go towards the back end of the card here, guys, and talk about this Theo Mark Stakes because I know Hurls is just itching, itching, itching to, to tell us what's happened here with Argentia. What price is it now, Hurls? Oh, 
fair dinkum, haven't they come for it? We went up eleven dollars. Uh, sorry, we went up nine. We got out to as much as eleven dollars uh, on Wednesday afternoon. That was available for a couple of hours. Actually, into three dollars forty, and this morning it was four sixty. It's now looking at being one of the best back runners on the card. Six to six fifty, back to six dollars for Nugget. I was about to say it's been the um, forgotten horse, but it is on the second line of betting. Uh, Madame Pomery six fifty to seven, as is Cross Talk. Uh, Kovalika, we cannot write a bean for it. Four sixty Wednesday, which is probably very very rude. Uh, mm. It's seven dollars out to eight fifty. Golden Mile, uh, they always fall in. It's uh, eleven dollars seven fifty now. Eight fifty. Uh, Waterford. Give it some sort of chance, uh, 11 to 12, and also the inevitable. I mean, uh, it has a super campaign last uh, last campaign, just, just under a length behind Mr. Brightside in the Golden Mile. So it's a deep race, but uh, yeah, gee, tell you what, they have come for Argentia, 340. It looks to be very short now. Mm, very much so. Uh, Dave, I think <clears throat> I've got a feeling you're going to have a good handle on this race. Um, oh, God, I was going to say something then. Oh. Yep. I feel like a few reputations go on the line to show us they've still got it here. Waterford, he's got to show up this preparation now. Uh, Golden Mile, Kovalika at 1,300 metres, big question mark. I'm a fan uh, off the record, Kovalika. Um, and Madame Pomery, can she reproduce? So where are you at here, Brad? Obviously, this favourite's getting pretty short now, Argentia. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I don't have a good handle on it. I, I really struggled with this Oh, race you struggled here? Yeah, I really struggled. I, I thought... I tipped Argentia when she was sort of $6 and went, oh, I'll have her on top. Um, you know, at least she's up and going. Wide no cover last time. Top the backwash of um, the, the horse that broke down the star price. So uh, two excuses, up and going there, gets a chance. By $3.40, there, think of what's going on there. Like, how is she that short in a race where you could, you could have five or six different winners? I really want to tip Nugget because his figures are just outstanding and just better than these but his trials have been flat as a tack I mean they've he couldn't get past he struggled to get past Galaxy Bell over 1200 in the latest and and now we want to take you know he's 1300 fresh I just I don't know sometimes you can overplay those trials I suppose but when they're ridden out and they're struggling to go past uh, horses much inferior it, it does does worry you particularly over 1200 if it's 800 I can forgive because they're short trials but when they're 1200 you want to see him putting horses away. So that was my concern with him, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him win because all these figures are, are very good for this. Cross talk's just honest, but probably prefers it wet, and it's always hard backing a, a real on pace at first up because fitness-wise is a little bit of a concern. And Kovalika, I've got to be heavily against because I just think 1,300 is too short, and mm. I'm still not convinced he's absolute A-grade yet because he's... He's beaten Fame in a Queensland derby. Um, Fame was coming off a benchmark 64 win at Mowie. So I'm not convinced it's, it's absolute A-grade stuff, but he's got the waller feel of a horse that's going to go to a new level this preparation again. But, Agreed. Uh, yeah, interesting race, plenty of different angles. I tipped Argenia, but I couldn't possibly back it at that price. I'm sticking uh, with Madame Pomery there after that such a near miss uh, first up, that heartbreaking uh, photo when she's rattled home on the inside. And just fell short against uh, Pericles, but sitting up here in Barrier 1, I think she maps really well, probably three back the fence. Probably would have liked a little bit more rain to raise the confidence levels, but I don't think Madame Pomery will be missing a place here today. She didn't really fire up uh, back in the autumn, but this time last year she was a Group 1 winner, winning the, the Caulfield Guineas. Admittedly, that wasn't a very heavy track, but I really like the way she was working uh, in the off-season, Madame Pomery. Um, there were two of her trials that really grabbed my and I thought I'll be following her when she comes back and I certainly wasn't disappointed with the first up run so I'm happy to go with her each way her price hasn't really changed $7 a win $2.40 a place so I've just got each way eyes there for Madame Pomery mm. The thing I'll say guys is I agree with Davo's line of thought Kovalika and the Epsom just just keep an eye on him in that race mm. um, we know Chris's record in the Epsom uh, and this horse, if he can do something here with 58 on his back against these proven sort of fringe Group 2, Group 1 types, I think he's gonna, going to be the real deal. Um, he reminds me a little bit, same colours of, of Rangi Rangdu, obviously. Kay. What's that, Taryn? No, sorry, I thought you might be going with Kermadec. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, 
Indeed, um, but he does, obviously Rangy didn't run as far, but um, he's just got—he he feels like that sort of type uh, to me. But um, yeah, Chris has had some good ones of of this sort of mould at, at a mile. So exciting race, guys! What's your best today, Darren? Um, my best bet is Unspoken mm. in race four. Uh, flying at the trails, drawn the fence, grassless Dala. I'm hoping we'll be sitting behind Unspoken in the run. I think there's no real further depth to the field. He's been well-backed, uh, Unspoken. So, yeah, I've made him the best. I think he's around the $4 mark. There we go, Dave. 370 370 as he hurls? Yeah, in from $4 this morning. A punter's ah. knocking you off or blowing the laptop up there to take the 260 Graceler Styler? Uh, no, not really. But, um, look, I was going to make it the lay of the day. Uh but one natural willer is on it, uh, so that sort of swayed me against doing that. But no, it's, it's yeah, it's still very popular. What do you think here, Davo? In race four, Darren's keen on unspoken. What are your thoughts? Why lay of the day, Hills? Priscilla Stoller. Uh, well, I said I'm not making it the lay of the day, but I was going to. I think, um, <laughs> why, why were you thinking about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't backtrack now, Hills. Oh, I'll oh, rephrase I, the I question. Said, I, was going to, I was going to make it the lay of the day, but Nash is on it. Um, I think Unspoken is going well, and I, I like um, uh, Venelope, but it's not called Venelope. What is it? Vanellope, uh, gentlemen. Uh, Vanellope. Yes. Vanellope. Um, I think it's going well. Um, yeah, and I just could not take $2.60 about Priscilla Stolo. I thought, you know, Mark West is a good horse, but, um, you know, looked home last start, was the same hey. against the more victorious. No. Hey, Davo, I'll, I'll get in early with my early crow. Hurls to fence it again. Uh, have an opinion, Hurls, Davo. Uh, What's he doing? He's <laughs> have a go, Hurls. Have a go. No, look, I was waiting for him to say he's a... Uh, you know, he thinks about it and all this, which I think... Um, Hell, it's just say it can't win, Graceler Styler. That's what you want to say. You want to get it. You are, there he goes. He there wants to get go. stuck into there him. You <laughs> there you go. Look, oh, I think he's a horse that gets a really bad rap. I really do. Um, yeah. He's, he's been he's been sort of branded as this non-winner and, and oh, he, he turns it up and all this and nonsense. Well, J-Mac gave him a terrible ride too back. Simple as that. He's three wide, no cover the trick. I don't pot the great man. There. He's been listening to the program this morning. He'll be upset. Well, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, say how how good he was on the weekend to get Garza Blanco home for the favourites in the last, considering he had a, a fractured foot. And I, I think he's praised as the best jockey in Australia by mile. Like I've, I've always said that and thing. But for me, it wasn't a great, a great ride. It was sort of neutral, and the horse got stuck there. So you kind of copy medicine a bit, but. Um, and then last time out, they had to go back from the gate, and I thought it was mm. a pretty good ride to find the fence, but he just had to get too far back with the gate. So this time is the, the gate. It gets his set up today where he can take advantage of that, be closer, Nash sticks, and I think he's the one to beat. But again, I, I kind of agree with Hills and the price. Like, do you want to be taking that sort of price where there's this big query on how well Unspoken's going? Because I always say, second prep Australia, these horses can jump out of the ground, and Look, his trial was great, but those 1,200-metre trials, leave me out of them. They, they always look great, and 1,200-metre trials, if, you've got to bring them back if, if they trial really well on them because they're, they're funny trials over that far. Um, so he's the danger. He's the big danger. But I, I've got to stick with Grisilla style. I just think it's, it's all been... Yeah, it's a bit like Wave Rider Boy. Everyone was saying the same thing about him, and then uh, he gets the job done last time out, she did. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think he, can, he can definitely win, but... He's probably skinny enough at the price. So that's the problem the way Rose Hill's been playing right through the winter, that some of these good mm. horses are drawn sticky and they are back mm. and, and flushing home. And the, the race Brad was talking about with James McDonald being uh, three wide, he drew nine of ten. Uh, that yep. down, I think he just tried to have him in a position where he wasn't giving the horse too much to do. In fairness today from Barrier 2, uh, really should get a perfect run there. I'm sure Nash will sort of dig him up and try and hold some type of spot there with Grassley Styler today. I'm not opposed to him, but uh, I just thought, well, I backed Unspoken earlier in the week off that Hawkesbury trial. It was great. Maybe he's getting a little bit too short now, this import, <laughs> but they're the only two I'm looking at, really. I think they've got uh, Vanellope covered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple of texts, uh, guys, before we release the multi uh, for this week. Uh, Marlowe. 
Uh, Alicia's right. Make your bed, you grub. That's from Sven. I, you're right, Sven. I'll, I'll pick up my act around uh, around home. And another one from Hurls there. Uh, four Hurls there. Hurls backtracking faster than Marlow last night when under the pump. <laughs> that from Leighton in Manly. He's into you, Hurls. And I've, uh, so I've you've got a job to do as well. I've just sent you a, a live read. Your man Snackers on the. Uh, on the text line there, so... Uh, good man, Snackers, I haven't yeah. heard from him for a while. Yeah, he's back, he's back. So he's, he's got a job for you after the multi, which we'll do yep. now. Well, everyone knows what mine is. Steve, cue that music. Um, hit my multi-leg this week is Zapatayas. Hello, friend. <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. So that's my leg, Zapateo. God, give it strength, boys. If this doesn't run top four today, I don't know where I go to from here. So that's me, Zapateo in the Chiraco. Race six, Andrew Hurley. What is your leg this week? Yeah, I'm taking Butch Cassidy. Adamant that uh, runs top four, if not win. I think it's an each-way special. All right, Darren Flindell, what is your leg this week? Uh, Madam Pomery's going to put some value in with her current price of $7, sitting there barrier one. I think she'll just get the, the run right through along the rails and be right in the thick of the action at the end. Brad Davidson. Well, my job was made easy with a couple of roughies in there, so I went with red card in the last... Um, I think look, she might be a little bit vulnerable the last 50 um, with, with a, com- a couple coming at her, but I'll be shocked if she doesn't run top four. Very classy mare that resumes off some lovely trials. There well, we before I announce it, Brad, A, you're not to wait to last anymore because it's just a soft option every single week. You've got another two in front of your selection. And B, I'm not doing your work for you with your homework, uh, with your emails. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't check the emails. He no, doesn't check the emails. He knows that's all he's got to do once a week is do that. Like, get on task, please, son. Yeah. <laughs> he carries on, doesn't he, boys? I mean, oh. come on. It's, we're in a text group where you can text and this and that, and he carries on about these emails every time. We're in a text group about it, and then I'll, yeah, but, I'll text it. Yeah, it's funny uh, anyway. But I, I don't put the bed in the system. It's got to go to Dicko. <laughs> I will yes. say, Davo does drag the chain a bit, Darren, <laughs> here when it comes to his selection. He'll leave it late. He won't check emails. He's out of the loop. He's the only man I know that doesn't have a private email. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, look, look, I don't check right. work email either, uh, more than probably once or twice a week, but I think we all have access to our private email. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're a rabble, but we get there every week eventually, Hurls, don't we? And we're all well, I've, got a pri- I've got a private email. Send it. Yeah, that'd be good, actually. I'll get it sent to that one, because that'll make right. things... Uh, that'll make, yeah, because I check that every day, but the other one, as, as Darren said, I don't check as often. Well, it's pretty simple. Check it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you how stop. hard is it? You stop having a whinge. Oh, Righto, oh, recap right, this multi hills. Okay, we're going race six, number five, Zapateo. Race eight, number seven, Butch Cassidy. Race nine, number seven, Madame Pomery. And race ten, number four, Red Card. Seven dollars today, maximum bet twenty-five dollars. It is now open. Go to sports and today's offers on the tab website. Or if you go to the best in the business, the tab app, you'll find it under racing and racing offers. Get in quick. There we have it, gentlemen. That is the multi for this week. It is open. Get involved and uh, have a crack with us today and good luck to us. Let's hope we can get the money. On Behind the Gates, it's now time for this. Ah. <laughs> On Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry, because it's never too early. The Early Crow. <laughs> oh, gee, it's a good intro. Great work, Steve. Love it. Uh, We have got our early crow segment for this week, guys. We're going to have our predictions on this Rose Hill program. But first, we've got to air the dirty laundry from last week. Um, Mine, firstly, um, I said Nature Strip would have one more thrill for us and he'd win. And, well, I retired one of our great sprinters. (laughs) I mean... How good am I going? So, Nature Strip, no good last week, Darren, but he'll, he'll parade for us at Randwick at some stage, I've, I've been told, so mm, we'll get to, yes. to see the champ off. But, yeah, I stopped him. I sent him to retirement last week. How did you go, Darren? Well, I had mixed emotions about mine. I did declare that Mabel resuming Tracy Bartley's horse had run a cracker at $41. Oh. He's charged through the centre and went within an inch of beating my best bet of the day, Wave Rider Boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> try calling that in a finish. <laughs> you're on Wave Rider Boy at $5, and you're on Mabel for a much, much bigger result at 41 <laughs> Gee, you've handled the race pretty well, though, Darren, I've oh, got to say. 
Oh, the pain. <laughs> oh, the pain. But you get a ding. You get a tick, Darren, uh, for that because Mabel did run well above market expectations. So great work there from uh, Darren Flindell. Now the two in the rowboat together last week, Darren. What about this pair, hey? Colluding behind the scenes together and coming up with the same early crow. Gee, I hope we don't have a repeat of not only the same early crow, but a bludger, gentlemen. What happened last week, Davo? Oh, well, I had to carry hills. That's what happened. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the, weight, the weight stopped Alentia there with hills jumping on as well. But, no, look, uh, she got caught wide, but she was a bit disappointing, wasn't she? All the same. Um, didn't quite sort of get to that level at, at the second run and didn't have that same explosive finish that she did the start price. So, look, we'll, we'll keep an eye on her, but uh, definitely across there on Saturday for us with Olympia. Yeah, bump bow, gentlemen. Uh, I think the crow was that she'd be the new Epsom favourite. That hasn't mm. occurred, but I don't think we should drop off just yet, boys. I know she didn't win uh, how you guys were hoping, uh, and myself also, but uh, she did have an excuse there, three wide on an inside track, mm. Davo. It's never good. Yeah, I don't think it was really two fault of, of Sarah McAvoy either. Just the way it landed, unfortunately. Yeah. A couple inside kicked up and that's the way it was. But Pericles got away with a soft lead and she, she couldn't chase them down. Mm. Righto. What are we doing this week, gentlemen? Let's go. Let's start with Darren Flindell, the only successful crower last <laughs> week. Darren, oh, lead this you know, uh, baton um, off. You know, in the last uh, couple of minutes, I've been thinking, right, what am I going to make? <laughs> you're, well, do. you're well prepped. Oh, well, do you want to go uh, last? Do you, wanna, you want a bit more time? Um, well, what I'll, I'll say this. Uh, whilst I do like Butch Cassidy a bit at odds there in the run to the rose, I've just seen a tactic change come through with Nadal that the intention is to be further forward. He's drawn gate two on the outside of Chrysaor. Uh, Nadal, I'll say is a really good place bet today. Okay. I think it's about 23 a win, uh, so um, a good place load up on Nadal. I like it, Darren. Good to see you've done your preparation for the show. That's been noted. That's been noted. Brad Davidson, what are you What are you crowing about this week? Well, I haven't been as confident on a, on a shorty on a Saturday since IME won oh, probably about nine months ago uh, when she carried no weight and, and was just a a ratings moral sort of thing and, and walked in at about a dollar eighty. But this recommendation at Mooney Valley today, um, I think he'll announce himself as a as a real up and coming sprinter in a, in Australia. Um he did some really good things last campaign with a big weight in Sydney and then went down there and won a group three. He was an absolute certainty beaten first up where they rode him cold and he got held up and should have won easily and the great thing about him is he just goes to a new level second and third up. He's had a beautiful jump out, he'll be closer. He drops in weight. I think he's the best place horse I've seen on a Saturday card for about six months. So, um, And I could get him shorter than the current price too. Yeah. I, I just think he'll announce himself as a real up-and-coming sprinter um, today at Mooney Valley. So we, what, do we use him as a 65% multiplier today on multis? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really keen on his I just think he, he just rolls forward and I, I, I think he puts a little gap in him, to be honest. I'm, I'm really keen on him today. And Brad, what about the first of the Valley? Does uh, the first favourite win there, Autumn Angel? I think so. It was a really good win, wasn't it, last time out? The strength through the line was outstanding. Um, definitely on top for me in that race in the opener. OK, so can I just ask, if we have to go back to the tape, so be it. Did I not cop it for tipping Amenable a couple of weeks ago and Brad chimed in and said, no, it's got to be the Sydney meeting? Oh. No. no, you copped mm. it for tipping something in a, in a race six months down the track. Princess <laughs> Guardi. Yeah, see, Davo's just making it up as he goes. Yeah, he does. But I think we'll accept he it. He thinks law unto himself. We can pot him next no, week if no, this gets Amenable, Remember, Amenable was his replacement because he was tipping Francesco Guardi in the 2033 Melbourne Cup. Mm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, yes, He's yes. got you there, Hells. <laughs> yeah, right. What's your crow, buddy? Uh, mine is that the winner of the Golden Rose will not come out of the run to the Rose today. Has he broken the rules again, David? He's broken the no. rules again. Oh, <laughs> good. <It's>, oh, <laughs> is this for real? He's jeeing up. You've got to be jeeing up, trolling. You are trolling us, surely. No, not at all. Yeah, the, the Golden oh, Rose is two weeks away, Earls. Oh, we need correct weight on this for next week's show. Oh, he's done it again, Davo. Deary me, what is happening? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, well, Hells. All right, oh, well, we'll, we'll carry you over for two weeks. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> he's beyond help, this bloke. My, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Steve. Well, Mine. Okay, let, me, let me put it this way, right? If someone 
say, for example, really like cylinder today, they obviously think it's, you know, going to be right up there for the Golden Rose, mm. and it gets beat, well, you're going to get better than the $4.50 all-in price at the moment. Mm, so yeah. it is relevant. Well, you, yeah, okay. You could say something, Hurls, like uh, cylinder's going to be shorter in the Golden Rose after he wins today or something along those lines. Not, not I want something we... I want something we can win cash out of today. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, moving on. Mine is <laughs> mine's pretty weak this week, you guys. Win some, you lose more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, set a deposit limit. Uh, mine is. Well, the Brisbane Broncos broke a fourteen-game hoodoo against the Melbourne Storm last night in winning. So mine is to end my multi-hoodoo with Zapateo winning in today's Chiraco Stakes. That is mine for this week. I think uh, blue, blue, blue all the way. They should have a good day, but Zapateo to win that Chiraco, gentlemen. Those are our early crows. Uh, Andrew Hurley's gone uh, for a market change in the 2036 Golden Rose. I've gone for my hoodoo to end. Darren's gone for Nadal to run a place, and Davo's declared recommendation to win race four at Mooney Valley. Great job, boys. Great Door job. 65. Well done, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> David will put a gap in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nah, well, mate, I'm on the same page as you, um, and we've talked about this before. I can't stand the saying, odds on, look on, mm. because, you know, you're declaring something, and it's $1.70. I don't, I don't care. If you, so, for example, what price have you marked that, Brad? One fifty, and probably could yeah. have gone one forty if I was, if I, yep. you know, if the market wasn't such against me. Yep, yep. In that regard. 100%. Mm. Guys, um, we're going to wrap up the show soon, uh, about five minutes left. Some of our early crows from the, the listeners here. Uh, this listener says, hey, boys, Tom Kitten, I liked last start. Watch him do it again today. That from Fat Man, loves the show, he said. Um, having tipped Tom first up, he'll do the same today, guys. Too good for these. So that from Fat Man, thanks uh, to you for your early crow this week. So Tom Kitten tipped up strongly there. We had a few questions about the highway Um as well, Ollie's secret, a listener, one of the panel's thoughts there. I personally, if I offer one tip today, it'll be that this missile leader can do something pretty good in this highway. I think he's a decent horse. Mm. I think he can swallow them, sit back and just power home over the top. I've been taken with him this preparation. I know it's act and form, but nothing's gone right for him, and he, he still won two races, guys. So... Keep an eye on him. But, Darren, do you give Ollie's secret any shout uh, in that highway today? Yeah, definitely. For the fact he's got that tactic at early speed, Zach Lloyd in the saddle to drive him forward. I think he'll be in the top three positions in the run, might even lead them up. I think the profile is quite good. And uh, the horse he beat for his Angels, so was able to win at Warwick Farm last Wednesday week as well. Yeah, Ollie's secret very high up. Can't believe I'm doing this again. I keep falling for this, this same horse, Miss Thatcher. Mm. I expected it to be closer to the speed last time. She got back she, oh, all over the place in the straight uh, checkered passage. I'm going to give her one last chance, Miss Thatcher from Ollie's Secret. And um, atmospheric rock ran well last time, and the horse you spoke of, Luke, missile leader. Had he come up with a gate, I would have put him clearly on top. Yeah, they, those Acton runs have been pretty, pretty impressive. And thanks, Danny Williams, for bringing four runners up to be in the same colours down the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got that, Darren, got that. Oh, four 200 away. One shots. Yes, yes. Uh, I think a few were accepted for Goulburn as well. So Three of them were. I thought, oh, beauty, at least probably two of them will run here. That'll reduce it down to two today. Not the whole lot are coming. I hope they're all Navy. the semi-trailer out. One Navy cap, one blue cap, one dark blue cap, just to oh. really stir you up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the highway, Brad? Yeah, he's a good horse. I think he's missile leader. But yes. um, look, he's going to be back, isn't he? But, gee, it's the softest one you'll see there on the accident track last time out. He got held up and still put a gap in him. Didn't beat much, but... Um, I think he, yeah, he's obviously the one to beat. But I think Chase My Crown's the, the play at 750. Uh, I think she's just so honest in this grade. I don't think it's an overly strong highway. I couldn't back atmospheric rock. Second up with a weak break off a long off a long break. He's got a, you know, I, I'd feel if, if I had my first run for six months, I'd be feeling, you know, uh, take a little while to get over it. So I think he's a risk. I think Miss Thatcher's short enough, even though luckless the other day. So Chase My Crown, the one for me, but Miss Whole Leader. We'll be savaging the line late. He's um, been supported, Hurls, Missile Leader. Uh, yeah, he has. It's a deep betting race, as is normally the case. But, yeah, 340. We did get to his bottom as 270 this morning. It's now into $3. 
take your point about atmospheric rock, uh, Brad. It's yeah, but I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't query Danny Williams. He he wouldn't, you know, be be throwing it in the deep end, you know, two weeks huh. in a row. Uh, plus, I suppose you'd need speed on for it as well. So I'm sitting on the fence, I suppose, with that one. Um, yeah, Miss Thatcher, take your point. Ollie's secret has been well backed. It's eight dollars into six dollars this morning. We bet as much as thirteen dollars pre-scratchings for it. Um, Take the Kitty, of course, came out 29 by 18, but it was still pretty popular and has been again today, Ollie's Secret. Last early crow from a listener. My early crow is Cylinder. will get rolled again. Thanks for that text. Um, hurls copping a little spray. Um, Grassler style as a moral hurls. Um, so they're going head-to-head with you there. Great man. Good. Uh, Sven from Greenpoint, always a good texter of a Saturday, um, giving me a little rap. Uh, thanks, Sven. I'm, I'm due. Uh, hopefully we can get that multi up. Um, and uh, last one, Luke, don't forget you have to nudie run next week if your horse doesn't run a place. Well, it's actually top four, Zapateo. Top four. I'll be <laughs> bit of insurance there. Oh, gee, I'll be bloody nervous watching that later, boys, <laughs> but uh, let's wait and see how it all pans out. Darren, uh, longer days now in spring, so you're there a little bit earlier mm. this week. You've got 51 mm. minutes to the first now to just regroup from Hurls as early crow this week and calm yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go and raid the fridge and have that sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> good calling today, mate. <laughs> Cheers, thanks, guys. Have there, a good one. There he goes, Darren Flindell. Brad Davidson will hear you on Sky Racing 1 later, no doubt. Yeah, look forward to it, guys. I'll just leave you with another early crow in true hurl style here. The, the winner of the 2,400-metre event at Rose Hill today will not win the Tab Everest later this year. Oh, <laughs> you idiot. Get off. Go on, annoy uh, Marto. Well played, Dave. See you, buddy. Thanks, guys. There he goes, uh, Brad Davidson. Um, I'll give you last word, mate. And you've got uh, a job to do in the group chat as well. A listener wanted a shout-out from you. Yeah, Snackers is a loyal listener. He's uh, asked me to give a shout-out uh, to his young blokes team this morning, uh, the Rock Yerong Creek Footy Club. They're playing in the uh, first grade grand final in Wagga today, so good luck. A lot of that going on around the uh, country with finals. I'll give a shout-out to my young nephew, Christian uh, Hurley. He's going to have his last game today. Wait's sort of catching up with him in the under-16s. He goes around for Cabramatta this afternoon, and uh, good luck to my nephew, um, Christian, mate, um, a good day's racing coming up. Offers here, uh, we've got races one to six, run second or third at Rose Hill, Mooney Valley and Doombin today. And if your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies to your first win bet using your tab account. Jockey's challenge today, Zach Lloyd, 340, 360, Nashville Willer, 420, Tyler Schiller, 650, Rachel King, $11, any other jockey option, 15, Jason Collett, Adam Hieronymus at 17, and Dylan Gibbons at 26. 1-800-858-858 for any assistance there for... Um, you win some and you lose more for free and confidential support. Call that number. Looking forward to this today, mate. It just gets better and better every week. Good luck if you are having a punt. And, uh, yeah, let's hope we all have a winning day. You too, mate. Have a good one. See you, buddy. There's Andrew Hurley. And thanks to all our listeners for your texts and interaction in the show. Thanks for keeping us honest, in particular myself. Uh, we really enjoy them. All texts and all interaction with the show. That's what makes the show. So, Thanks for getting involved and having a laugh with us this morning on Behind the Gates. One listener in shock. Did Davo just crack a joke? <laughs> yep, I think he did. And he got a laugh out of me too, which is the bigger surprise. So that was a beauty from Davo stitching hurls up, who really needs to lift with these early crows. He's a little bit all over the shop, but you know what? I'll back him in to come good. He's a good man. That's Behind the Gates for another week.